What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, Coin and I will try to find Tom Brady a new wife, along with nine other athlete-slash-celebrity pairings that we would like to see. We'll give some brief thoughts on Week 7 before giving out our Week 8 NFL bookie show picks. Lastly, Stumptown, then we out. Let's do it. Delta Stadium, 12 o'clock. Carol Collins, Bonnie Sands. Carol Collins, Bonnie Sands. Walk us on to the Osta. North Benton, South Benton. Good. I got a I really short nails, so that was difficult. Mm. Mm. That, ladies and gents, is the sound of a couple crisp beers being cracked, and this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. That's right, everybody. Welcome back to The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, straight out of Portland, they call him Mr. 503, a.k.a. the boy who zinned, Elvis Coin. Uh, oh, what up, Coin? Somebody once told me the world was gonna know me. Mm. A what up? No. Gosh, talk about low-hanging fruit. I know. Never I don't that. know how I hadn't used that one before. Have I said the boy who's in? I think I'm. You have. Done that. You have. Okay. Yes. See, I have no no creative juices flowing today. So. <laughs> I know I, uh, I did. I always I always go re- I search back in my my folder history to see if I've used any of it before. Mm, I could have probably done that, but we were short on time. We really had to get to the pod, so. Yeah. Important. Yeah. Uh, Coin, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, Noel. How are you? I'm doing wonderful as well. It's a lovely uh, Monday night. We're recording on Monday. The Bears-Patriots game is going on right now. Mm -hmm. Bears are holding on to a lead. Mm -hmm. I think so. He thinks it's 17-14. Go Bears. Go Um, Bears. All right, well, let's dive in. Coin, what are you drinking this evening? Noel, I have for you the Freem IPA. It is, uh, that's just all it's called, actually. Freem? Freem. P-F-R-I-E-M. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've had that. I've had the can on here before. That's the white one, or maybe I've shown you this one before. But I, I looked back on Rookie Show beers and I didn't see it on there, so I think it's new. But I yeah, like I don't, this can a lot. Yeah, it doesn't um, ring a bell for me, so I think it is a new one. Okay, well, it's just a black can with a bunch of gold writing on it, and it's a, uh, it's got this this drawing of a bear in uh, some kind of fedora with a little feather in his cap, as you can okay. see there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. It's a nice, simple can. The beer is okay, but um, it t- was a gift from, from birthday weekend. So Oh, one of the best free kind beer. of beers. Yeah. yeah, free gift beers. Mm-hmm. Good. Yep. What about you, Noel? What do you got for me? Corin, I've got for you, um, straight out of Nashville, Tennessee, from, I believe it's Yazoo Brewing. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe Yazoo. I think it's Yazoo. I think it depends on if you have a southern accent. You don't think this it's like the- Kazoo or not? Like Yazoo? Yazoo. Could be Yazoo. Yeah, it could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hopri Hazy IPA. Like the Grand Ole Opry, only the Hopri. So at first glance, it looks kind of boring, but it's a, it's like the old school microphone that says they usually have Opry there, and then it's like a set of lips that are like singing into the... Oh. I don't know if you can see it. That's nice. Um, that's it's nice. a little better when you really look at it than I thought, but it's still not my favorite can. It's also a label, but... Uh, Yazoo or Yazoo or Yazoo is definitely one of the two or three most common 
breweries you'll see around here with Yeehaw and uh, I'd say those are probably the two. Like if you go to bars, they always have beers from these places. So mm-hmm. definitely a big uh, Nashville brewery. Quick, quick, quick movie idea. Mark, Matt Damon and his wife go go to Nashville and they need um, they need to pick up beer for a party and they walk in and they say, "We bought a Yazoo." Uh, and then <laughs> it's really good. I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to pick it up or, uh, what the rest of the plot is, but it's right. a great idea. No. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I will see if the beer is fine as well. Okay. Fine's good. Mm-hmm. Fine's better than bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else you got for beers going? Uh, beers this last week, Noel. We did, um, did some beers in Oregon City. Uh, went down and hung out with Graham before he took off for a Chiefs-Niners game this weekend. Uh, there was a power outage downtown, so we're going to meet him at this restaurant, so he drive down to the restaurant. Um, obviously, Graham lives there. We have no idea. We get there, and everything just looks closed. And I'm like, oh, cool. Obviously, Graham did not check to see that there was a fucking power outage in his town, and we went there, and there's like two restaurants open now, and so... We had to just go and meet everybody at, or uh, there there was there was literally no life downtown, and we just we had to go to the, the one of the two places that was open, which was this like little Scottish um, kind of pub. I don't know, you might have gone there with him. I'm not sure. Uh, the food the food there was pretty good though. I'm not gonna lie. I like I like the simple meat and potatoes style food. I had a Reuben. It was uh it was okay. I okay. Mm-hmm. But I had um, sticking with the theme of okay food and drinks. Yeah. We, but I had a, a cask ale. Are you familiar with a cask ale? Not really. It's, no. So it's instead of uh, the CO two pushing it up, it's it's uh, it comes out like oil. You know, it's like not carbonated in that way. So it kind of almost tastes flat, but not in a bad way. It's like how it's some, supposed to taste. I'm not I'm not gonna say I was a huge fan, but it wasn't bad. It was cool to just drink something different. I guess it stings we, the nostrils yeah. in a good way. <laughs> Uh, so that was fun, but then uh, after that, we went over to some just, there was like two tiny bars uh, open, or this one tiny bar, and we played pool there and played uh, some Keno in the back. Um, I'm so bad at gambling machines, I don't know how anybody does it. I've Everybody's always like, oh yeah, we we'll, went and played machines, put in 40 bucks, and won like 900. I'm assuming those are also like accompanied with a lot of 100 to $200 losses. Yeah, I've never even right. come remotely close to winning five, six hundred bucks on those machines. I don't fucking get it. No, you and I are the same. I've never, ever, ever once won money on a gambling machine, so I'm mad no. on those things. Yeah. Uh, but after we did that, we went up to this other bar a few blocks from his place, and uh, we did karaoke again, back on our karaoke bullshit. It's been... I haven't had a, a stretch like this in a while, but it was a lot of fun. There was a good crew there, and it felt kind of like being back in Helena. There was a lot of townies. And uh, getting hit on by old gross townies is always a good time. I really oh, enjoyed that. Wow. Good for <laughs> yeah. you. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, there was this one point where we were sitting at this booth, like, inside, across from the barrier, and then people were walking in, you know? And I was wearing my uh, Portland Pickles hat, and this kind of probably 50-something-year-old lady with kind of a gnarly smile looked in, and she's like, oh, I hate pickles. <laughs> just, like, looking at me. <laughs> and I just smiled. I was like, ah, we back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a great time. Yeah, it was what a night good time. of the week really was this? This is Friday. This is Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, that's pretty much all our beers for the weekend, though. What about you, Noel? Do you have anything fun? 
Uh, Katie came down to Nashville. We did a little bar hopping on Friday night just to get a taste of the area. I am in Midtown, Tennessee, which is kind of near Vanderbilt. I don't know if I mentioned that. So not quite on the Broadway strip. Um, so some some hits and misses. The first place we went, we had a, a, I had a bush light. Katie had a high noon, and we had a little chicken tender basket, and it was like $30. And I was like, that's too much. So let's move on. Excuse Didn't me? like that place. Yeah. But then found a place called the Broadway Brew House, and they have happy hour from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., Monday through Friday. Now, granted, it's happy hour is just $1 off drafts, so it's not like a wicked deal, but still pretty sweet. The drafts of, like, the craft beers are five fifty. so happy hour, you're getting, like, a 16-ounce of a good IPA for four fifty, which is fantastic. Pretty good deal. Um, so, we, yeah, I had a pint, and Katie had a high noon, and it was, like, $10, which is a screaming deal for most bars. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, like, tons of beers. They had shuffleboard, darts, and I don't know how you feel about this. They were allowing smoking inside. Mm, out. Super out? Yeah. You don't even, you're not even considering the vibe of a bar that allows smoking inside? Was it... Was it it's not like, every, it's not it like a like casino a where... a lot of people f- smoking no, in there? definitely okay. not. Definitely not. I feel you. It, like I like when we went to that casino in Indiana where the everyone was mm. smoking. That was pretty gnarly. I did not enjoy that. Yeah, I did not enjoy. If there's that. like one or two people smoking and it's a big bar, I'm I'm kind of cool with it. Kind of a vibe, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. It's kind of. A vibe. Yeah, that's true. You you might be onto something there. I think. Okay. It's different to me if it's a, a kind of a dungy place and there is like a semi outdoor space, but you can kind of still smell a little bit of the smoke inside. Like I don't hate that. It was like it was weird because I think that's how they skirted the rules. Is it was technically this canopy that was off the side of the building, but it was mm. totally. It was kind of like how all these restaurants did like outdoor COVID things, yeah. where it was, it was You're just basically indoors again. But yeah. it was yeah, technically yeah. outdoor. So yeah, yeah. Um, but did like that place. And then another place we went, and I had this like peach liquor moonshine uh, cocktail that tasted like sweet peach tea, basically. And I don't even mm. like tea or moonshine. And like it was tea. delicious. I loved mm-hmm. it. It was tasty. I wanted another one. Um, so those were the the beers. We also Did it taste wa- like a twisted tea. That's funny that I feel like both of us. I do not like tea at all. I love twisted teas. I do also love twisted tea. I guess does twisted tea probably does have a peach version, right? Yeah, of course. It probably it probably did taste a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's why I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know this. Nashville has a to scale replica of the Greek Parthenon. To scale. I did not know that. Scale. It's massive. It's in Centennial Park, and we walked to the park and saw that. It's really big. It sounds pretty cool. I don't know why. I didn't read why they built it or how. I don't, I'm assuming they didn't build it, build it out of the same material. It looks kind of like brownish compared to what I envisioned. It wasn't like mm-hmm. super white. So mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't made out of marble or something. But um, is do, do we walk by that park on our way to brunch on now? Okay. I don't think so. I think it's pretty far out of town from where we were. So Okay. Um, but lastly, we went to the Titans game yesterday. So we nice. were at the Titans-Colts game. It was an absolutely gorgeous day. It was damn near 80 degrees and sunny. Um, and the game went by fast enough that we got to head straight to the bar and catch the end of the Commanders game at the bar, watching them beat Green Bay. So it was Let's a go. very lovely day. Mm-hmm. Sounds lovely. Yeah. It's a good week. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, anything else for beers, Coin? Nothing else for beers for me, Noel. All right. Uh, let's dive in, then. Um, so this week, uh, 
one NFL player that's been in the news quite a bit. I don't know if you heard of this gentleman. His name is Tom Brady. Thomas? Does he go by Thomas? Thomas Brady. Thomas? Uh, I'm not sure. Thomas the Choo Choo Train? Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, looks like he and Giselle are uh, headed for a messy divorce. Yeah. Um, so I think with our expertise, yep. sports and celebrities and love. And love, of course. I love love. <laughs> I love love. Uh, we would just we would play celebrity matchmaker with some athletes and mm. some celebrities and, and just decide who we'd like to see together. Simple Can't as that. Wait. Okay. Um, I have five. How many do you have? <laughs> you won't believe this. I have five. Unbelievable. We are yeah. always on the same page. Okay. Uh, would you like to start or would you like me to start? I will start. Okay. Uh, first off, I'm going to go with an ex-athlete. I'm going to go Jay Cutler. Mm-hmm. Obviously, recently single, kind of a divorce from Kristen Cavallari. Yeah. Not kind of. Yeah. It was a divorce. Super. Um, I'm putting him with Lauren Conrad. I'm putting him uh, <laughs> just in a spiteful, spiteful relationship and the one that would pris- piss Kristen Cavallari off. Um, and I think it's funny and I think it's something that Jay Cutler would do. Do you have a side in Kristen Cavallari versus Lauren Conrad? Obviously, or- Jay Cutler's side, yeah. Okay, so you're out on Kristen because you're on Jay Cutler's side. Yeah, exactly. Okay, gotcha. So you just like mm-hmm. to see her pissed off by him getting yeah. with the other girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, does is he still on TV? Is he on a show of some sort these days? What's that? Is he still on some reality TV show? I don't What's... think so. Okay. No. Yeah. He just seems like he doesn't give a shit. No, doesn't give a shit about anything. He's good TV. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. All right. Uh, for my first one, I'm just gonna go straight for Tom Brady. I'm going to pair him up mm-hmm. with Carrie Underwood. Now, um, I know she is not single. She is married no, to, an, to an NHL player, but just keep an open mind here. So here's the reasons why Carrie Underwood would be good for Tom Brady. Number one, she has experience dating QBs. She dated Tony Romo. She just knows how to handle the ego, right? Um, she is still very rich, but she's not Giselle rich. Uh, according to Google, her net worth is $140 million. Pretty good. Tom Brady, $250 million. Giselle, $400 million. So now, yeah, Tom can be kind of the breadwinner of the relationship, so that would be good, but he doesn't have to pick up a poor, you know, along the way. Um, and then lastly, you know, Tom's concerned that uh, Giselle doesn't give him, enough, give him enough space during football season. Like, she's really clingy, it, it seems like. So... Carrie is already really busy during football season because she has to travel around to all the different cities every week and perform the Sunday night football theme song right, she does those live, live in the city. Yes, yeah. correct. So that's just going to take a lot of her time. And so then they'll, they'll be doing their own thing in the fall. I have uh, considered recently, this is a good pick, obviously. But Thank you. Uh, I was considering a few weeks ago if I could just memorize the words to one week of. Uh, waiting all day for Sunday night, and then uh, just going to karaoke and doing that over the top of I Hate Myself for Loving You, which is, of course, what the parody of it which does. I think it'd be pretty funny. It'd be a fun audience of, like, two people. I think you'd do, the, you'd do the whole thing, though. I don't think you'd just do a verse. I think you'd do the whole thing. you really commit to the bit. Oh, no doubt. Okay. I'm com- oh, I thought I'm you said just one verse. Okay. No, okay. no, 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 no. I'm fully okay, I misheard you. Yeah. Um, that would be a good idea. So, for some reason, uh, Katie has taken to changing the words of that like line by line to where now it, that song comes on and it's just stuck in our heads the whole day and we're singing 
hey, Jack, it's a fact it's Friday night. And, like, I, I don't know where this comes from. So, anyway. That's funny. Uh, okay. Tom and Carrie. All right. I'll go, I'll go another quarterback. Okay. Um, next, I'm actually going to take Chase Daniel. Oh. And I'm gonna yeah. be I'm going to be celebrity matchmaking him with recently divorced again, Mackenzie Scott, nay Bezos. Uh, I think that the way that they have gone about making their money is very similar and that they would have a lot to talk about. Uh, Chase Daniel, obviously one of the most incredible backup quarterback stories in NFL history. And Mackenzie Scott married the right guy. He's probably kind of a creep and a little bit weird, but she's stuck in there for the long haul and she made her way out. It was a good time. Obviously not the long haul, like the full term, but long enough to where the business was worth an insane amount of money. Do you know anything at all about Mackenzie Scott? Does she have any interesting... um I don't know. Uh, I think she's very like, characteristics. Uh, well, I mean, like, no, is, I she, I know is she good at anything? Um, unlike Does she do anything? Jeff Be- Bezos, she has two good eyes. I'm not sure what else she has going for her. Okay. All right. I just didn't know if she was, like, uh, I don't know, a cheerleader or something. What? No. What, what makes her tick? No, she's just Bezos' ex-wife. Yep. That's kind of it. All right. Chase Daniel, well... I wonder if that would then put a damper on all the money he's made. Like, uh, I don't think so. No. Okay. He's still no. proud of the millions. I mean, this to is her if you're if you're you know backup quarterbacking your way through the rest of the NFL. Like, what's what's backup quarterbacking in your marriage? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, good point. Taking a back yeah. seat to the others yeah. on the field. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic point. Love it. Okay. I'll stick with quarterbacks. Uh, I'm gonna go Aaron Rodgers. Uh huh. Don't know if he's single or not. I'm I pretty sure he's he single right now. Yeah, I think he's single right now. I'm gonna pair him up with Billie Eilish. Oh, just strictly on vibes. She's pretty Feels young. like they have similar vibes. Yeah. yeah, no, she's probably 15 years younger than him. Yeah, but that's okay. That's usually hey. how celebrity pairings work. That's right? how celebrities do it. Yeah. I don't have a lot of other uh, notes on that. I just feel like they could get into some some trouble together. She she okay. wears, she's got green hair and baggy clothes, and he's into weird things. So. You think you think she'd be interested in changing that, the 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 color of green in her hair into the Packers green? Maybe, or maybe she could talk him into dyeing his hair green. Oh, okay. That Rogers should do that. Actually, he should just totally, just totally just go his, green. Bay. Just flip the script completely. The last five years of career, just be everybody's me. What the fuck happened to Aaron Rodgers? We don't yeah. know. He yeah. just went off the deep end. The question also is like he's a year removed from back-to-back MVPs. If he just decided to purposely throw games and be really terrible, what would it take to get him benched? I don't know. I don't even know who's the, ba- yeah, who's the backup. Man. Oh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. It's Jordan Love. Yeah. I can't imagine they bench him. That would be nuts. I would love it, but I can't imagine it. He hasn't been that bad. This no. team's not good. Um. All right. All right. I'm gonna go to. I'm going to go double athlete. I know it's kind of against what we were doing, but uh, they're kind of both fringy, so I'm going to count. Oh, there's, there's no rules. In fact, okay. I, I ended up, I have, I guess I realized I do have one athlete in each of mine, but I didn't, not necessary. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Boban, Boban Marjanovic and Simone Biles. Uh, yeah, like I said, <laughs> obviously not a celebrity to athlete, just athlete to athlete, but Mostly just because I want to see what it would do. What mm. what happens there? What's the offspring outcome of this? I 
the two completely differently built bodies. I just, I want to know what happens. It's more of like a world science experiment more than anything. Yeah. That would be fascinating. How, do you know how tall she is? Uh, Simone Biles, I believe is four eleven, And he is seven, seven, three, three. That would be hilarious. What does it, do you think it compacts into one like perfectly like six, five, six, six, like small forward, power forward type deal? Is that what happens? And <laughs> they're very proportional and extremely athletic for her? Maybe. It really would be a fantastic science experiment. Mm-hmm. Do you think if like uh, she had to reach somewhere high, she could just step into his hand and he could just lift her up and then they undoubtedly. could Undoubtedly. Like, that yes, would be fantastic. And she's got yeah. impeccable balance, so that would be mm-hmm. easy. Whew. No doubt. Good pairing. Fantastic pairing. Okay, uh, my last quarterback. I went three quarterbacks in a row. Uh, and again, I'm going with people that are not single and are not looking for love, but I just want to see them paired together. Uh, Russell Wilson. I'd like to see him paired with Taylor Swift. And here's why. Um, I don't want them to last, but I'd like to hear what kind of songs Taylor Swift sings about Russell Wilson after they break up. I'd like to know how weird he is in song form. Because <laughs> you know she's putting it out there. <laughs> she's putting it out there. You can bet your ass. She won't say his name, but we'll all know who she's talking about. Uh, yeah, that's just what I would like. That's that's my goal. She's already got an album named Fearless. Do you think she comes up with some kind of... Um, um, combo for dangerous. Like, is there any kind of crossover that she does? Some wordplay. Some what are or, those called when you I'm, mash words together? Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, word mash. Uh, she could also do something with unlimited. Mm, Mister unlimited. Mister unlimited. Uh, what are those? What do you, when you mash two words together? I don't know. Yeah. Is there a name for that? Yeah. Like, what's an um, example of one? I know. I'm trying to think. I just had it like three times and I kept losing it. <laughs> I don't know. A, not a parody. Not a... I'm not sure. Don't let it bother you and ruin No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. All right. We're moving on anyway. <laughs> okay, moving on. All right. So. Oh, is, is it me? It's me now. Oh, Maybe wait. Are you one. thinking of like... Brangelina or like one of those. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 it's a it's a portmanteau. A portmanteau of like two words. I've of never like heard dangerous. That. You've heard of portmanteau before. Oh, uh, okay. Sure. Let me see. I'm well, I don't know. Portmanteau? Yeah, portmanteau. Is that like French or that word, but not the That's one word? Not like some examples. Um portmanteau is like uh it's when you combine like chuckle and snort, like chortle, smoke and fog is smog. Oh, okay. Brunch, gotcha. brunch, breakfast and lunch. Yeah. Something okay, like so it's not like the celebrity couple names necessarily. No, 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 no. no. Okay, gotcha. not at all. Um. <laughs> all right, good. He lives there then. <laughs> what? Sorry, derailed that whole conversation. <laughs> no, it's good. I, I like think it. this is a good pairing. I obviously want to see any kind of song written about Russ. It's a bummer that Sierra hasn't done anything. I know. Well, they haven't broke up yet, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, all right, I'm gonna go with um, Brittany Griner. Oh, and Wentworth Earl Miller. <laughs> uh, obviously, Brittany Griner is an athletic specimen and is perfect to couple up with tons of notable celebrities and athletes because of her genes. Uh, Wentworth Earl Miller the third, 
brings about a certain charisma and that Hollywood appeal. Plus, I imagine she could use everything he learned from being the lead in the, the hit show Prison Break. Oh, okay. Yeah, you see what I do. I get it. Yeah. She's What's his name? Wentworth Earl Miller? Yeah, Wentworth Earl Miller. I think his name is Michael Schofield in Prison Break. I've never watched it. Oh, that. yeah, okay. That's a mm-hmm. terrible name. Yeah, bad. Horrible name. Probably the biggest problem I see is that Brittany Griner's into chicks, so you're going to have to talk her right. into right. talk her into wieners. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll work These on These are like forced couplings, you know? Right. It could be just a, out of necessity. Mm-hmm. And exactly. She can go back with her girlfriend afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next, uh, I'm gonna go with the the big celeb Kim Kardashian. She's okay. she's on the prowl. Mm-hmm. I'd like. I think we need to pair her up with Russell Westbrook. Yes. And here's yes. why: the only way that Russ is gonna rehabilitate his image is if he pairs up with Kim K, goes on the show. Millions of people see that he's just this great guy, and he just works so hard, and he's so loving. And then, when everybody's bashing him in the media, you got all the Kardashian fans defending him. Don't hate on Russell. He's such a good guy. He's such a sweetheart, and he works so hard. That's his only chance, because he sucks at basketball. He's pretty not good at basketball, yeah. I would say. Yeah. yeah. This so is this a really is, good idea. The, I like that. I like that you took a positive spin on uh, what he could do for his his own image and his own career. I'm trying to help him out because I mean I'm not saying necessarily everybody that goes on that show is uh, spun in a positive light because I don't think Tristan Thompson is thought of very. Highly. No, I don't think he's doing great. But he's also a piece of shit, and I don't yeah. think I don't think Russell Wilson. Wilson. I think Russell Wilson's a genuinely or Russell Westbrook's a genuinely great guy. I think he's a good guy. Everybody likes him. His 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 teammates only dislike him when he. Brick shots, Plays but like as a friend and as a teammate, they all love him. So yeah, yeah, okay. Good luck with that, Russ. Yeah, good luck, buddy. He's definitely married, but oh. all right. Uh, my last one. I'm gonna be putting uh, Kyle Schwarber mm. and Amy Schumer together. Uh. This is specifically Amy Schumer as her persona in the movie Trainwreck, featuring LeBron James. Uh, she's a pretty horrible person in there, and uh, that's just someone I think that real life Kyle Schwarber should be with. <laughs> Why do you hate Kyle Schwarber so I don't much? Know. <laughs> I love Kyle Schwarber; he's awesome. And again, uh, I think I said it last time. Like, <clears throat> my friend here was his college roommate, and they're good. He's like, yeah, Kyle Schwarber's fucking awesome. He's a great guy. I was like, that bugs the shit out of me that he's nice. <laughs> Nothing like a spite celebrity pairing just yeah. to have Kyle Schwarber yeah, be yeah. miserable for the rest of his life. Because exactly. I know you're a big Amy Schumer fan, but you just think that that character is not, not fun. Love Aim Shims. Yeah. Good, good, good. Okay. They would have some beef house kids, too. So that's Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Those kids are gonna look boys. like um, uh, <laughs> Jeremy Giambi. They're gonna look like Jeremy Giambi in Moneyball. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> or like the O'Doyles, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, my last pairing. This one's gonna shock you. Kanye West. Oh yeah, I thought about doing a Kanye one. Needs to get married too. Antonio Brown. Nice. Let's just nice. totally flip this thing as far as we can. They just come out, come out of the closet, marry each other, go Let's out in public. 
One of them can be wearing a dress. It can be like the the Dennis Rodman wearing the wedding dress all the time. Um, yeah, they're just two total maniacs. And if you want to take your fame and notoriety to the next level, mm-hmm. that's, that's where you got to go. It's a great point. It's a great mm. point. Thanks. There's probably some kind of argument for the um, a negative times a negative equals a positive, right? Like maybe maybe they're together, and they realize that they're both kind of nutso, and so that flips the script on them. I don't know. That's an incredibly positive outlook. I maybe could be. They look instead of looking in the mirror because clearly those guys, you know, can't look themselves in the mirror. Maybe they can look at their significant other and go, "What the fuck are we doing? Yeah, what are we're we out of here? control." And then they mm-hmm. make the world a better place. And then they run as running mates for office. Oh, Kanye president. West Brown, 2024. Mm, that's nice. I like that. Okay. I think I'll vote for that. Okay, me too. Okay, that has been our celebrity celebrity athlete pairing. Matching. Celebrity segment. athlete pairings. <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> Uh, okay, coin week seven in the books of NFL. Your thoughts? My thoughts, Noel. The Commanders and the Falcons flipping directions this last Unbelievable. Week. Unbelievable. <laughs> you should take our clips of what we said about our teams and just put them on the different face. Yeah, we'll just superimpose them. Yeah. I'm all them. in on the Heineke Commanders. <laughs> Let's go, baby. And how are you feeling about the Falcons? I feel like... Mariota has this team so fucking limited. We're, we were losing 21 to zero. He threw 13 passes in the game. 13 total passes. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, how can you put it all on Mariota? Call some pass plays. I get that you like, you don't trust him, but really you're, you're putting it on something. him. You really we think? have to do something. Yeah. But you, you think you wouldn't have been better off throwing 15 more times? Even with I, I do think we would have been. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm also, I obviously, you know, that there's definitely some on the coaching staff, but yeah, is it worth seeing what he could do? Like, would he even make the decision to throw downfield? I, th- I think that they were there. Like, could there be. were some passes yeah. that he could have made, but he did not. <sighs> yeah, that's tough. But the good news for you, as I pointed out, is you're tied for first in your division at three and four, and uh, the, the, the commanders are two games out of third place at three and four. So. Incredible. But that's right. Three three wildcard teams coming from the NFC East. The Beast. Could happen. Never know. Yep. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Is this the end? What's going on? I think it's the end for Tom Brady. I just I just don't see it. He's hella old. I know he like led the league in passing last year. and He can still do some stuff, but I'm sure he's just going to not want to play anymore. Rodgers... I don't know. I wouldn't count him out of being a Pro Bowl caliber player um, in the next couple of years, but it seems like the peak was probably the last two years. Seems like more than anything, he's just probably done with this Packers team, right? Like probably, he but he just signed a big extension. Like, I, you think yeah, he's going to force his way out? I don't know. Yeah, I do. Hmm. I do. Hmm. Um, all right, next one is, what the fuck is going on with the Giants? I guess they're good. I don't know. I, and I maybe I need to watch more of them. I feel like I really haven't watched them very much. Um, I watched some clips of them, um, just pounding the ball against the Jags, especially at the end of the game. And um, I don't know if Daniel Jones can avoid 
back-breaking mistakes, and it seems like Dayball is doing an incredible job of putting him in a position to succeed. He had 100 rushing yards this year, this week. Um, they have solid defense. Like I, maybe they're, I feel like they're definitely a playoff team, right? You know, I mean, they're I mean, six they're, and one. They're six and one. They're gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna make the playoffs. Um, I'm still be happy to bet against Daniel Jones in the playoffs, but I yeah, don't know. Definitely. They have to be taken seriously. And it's another interesting line this week, which we'll get to. It is. But, it um, is. I don't know. I don't know how you can say that they're not a solid team. I agree. And even they haven't really played anybody. Uh, they did. They beat the Ravens. I'll say that. And they did beat the Packers um, in London. Other than that, they've beaten kind of garbage teams. But they've still won the games. At some point, you have to go win those games. So, like, they're not terrible. I'm pretty sure we both bet under six and a half wins for the Giants. Yeah, certainly. And they have six right now, so mm-hmm. we. Are I think they're going to get there. I think they they're going to win that one. What if they lose out? That'd be incredible. Oh my god! Ten straight losses to end the season. <laughs> That'd be sick. Uh, Colts Titans report. How was the stadium? What do you think of the teams? Titans fans were very nice. Uh, I'm actually, I think the Titans fans, from my experience, don't get enough credit as being a good, passionate fan base. A lot of fans there. Oh. You can tell there's people like the people we sat next to, season ticket holders since the Titans were born in the year 2000, so 20 years. They were super friendly, super nice, super fired up. Um, there was a nice Matt Ryan pick six, which let uh, lit the stadium on fire. That was definitely the most exciting play of the game. But um, I'd say the Titans and Colts, neither of those teams are very good. No. No, I wouldn't say so either. Um, yeah. Looks like Matt Ryan's getting benched, supposedly injured. But uh, Sam Ellinger coming in this week. I, I thought I read that it was uh, regardless of the injury that they were they were. Gonna you think so? Him, so yeah, I think so. So, so Ellinger versus uh, is it Ellinger or Ellinger? Would you? I think it's Ellinger. Ellinger versus Heineke. Good matchup. Yeah. Good matchup. Everybody thought in Indy. Yeah. What else? All right. uh, can we never bet the Chargers again? And is it the most infuriating team in the NFL? How many times have we told ourselves not to bet the Chargers ever again? Over the last three years, I would say at least 15. Yeah, 15 times. I'm okay with not betting, betting the Chargers again. I was not really – I don't know. I, I was easily talked into them last week. I, I could see the reasoning, and they got walloped by Seattle. We, I think we should probably stay away from Seahawks. Oh, I think I pointed out to you we should basically stay away from bird teams. As you yeah. pointed out, the Eagles yeah. are yeah, maybe an did. exception, but – Cardinals, Ravens, Falcons, and Seahawks are very hard to figure out this year. I don't know yep, what's going to happen. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, that's my last note. Uh, update on the loser pool. 300 yeah. pe- 380 people entered. 15K pot. Six more out this week. Multiple people lost on Carolina. Giants. And one more team that I can't remember. Uh, two more pending if the Bears can hold on to win this game. So that would put us at 11 left for the Did anyone pick Commanders this week? They did not. Okay, good. Yeah. They, smart. Um, so what are your options this week? Um, another tough week. I really think I'm going to pick, I think I'm going to pick Rodgers to lose. They're playing the Bills. Mm. The Bills off of a bye week. Hmm. Mm. And I, I saw it for a second. I got nervous because uh, Rodgers gave his quote about 
maybe this is what we need, the wake-up call. We're going to come in. They got no expectations for us on Sunday night. I was thinking, that could be true. And I was like, oh, you never want to count out Rodgers. This Bills team is so fucking good. I'd be surprised if the I'd be quite surprised if the Packers won that game. After watching what they did the last two or three weeks, like that team, it's not a good team. Yeah, no, and I don't, I don't think I think Josh Allen's a gamer. He's gonna be fired up and he's gonna exactly. Play well. I think I think it's good that he made that quote. Honestly, I would have been more nervous if he hadn't. I think that he's a guy that I think that the Bills are a good like fake chip on our shoulder teams because they've gotten you know had like disappointing losses the last couple seasons. I think that. They see that Rodgers thinks he can go in there and, you know, turn it around. It's in Buffalo, right? It's in Buffalo. On yeah. Sunday they night. just, you just lost to, there's literally nothing that Washington does better than Buffalo. No. <laughs> and they don't have a home car field advantage. Like, there's no reason why the Bills should, I mean, but that's what the NFL is. So, but it's I think true. it's a good pick. Do you have any other options, or that's you're, you're pretty solid? Um, I hadn't looked that much yet at like a okay. Lot of okay. I was thinking about maybe Cardinals to lose to the the Vikings, but that would make me very sad. To, Don't like, do that. If if Kirky killed me, I would be devastated. Don't do that. That game, yeah. I feel like stay away. But we'll see. Oh yeah, that's a trap game. Yeah, I hope you win. All right. Hey, thanks, man. Okay. All right. Is it time to get to? Uh, sounds like it is time for week eight of the bookie show. The bookie show. Standings update. Coin. I mean, sorry. Noel possibly turning things around after a six in one week. Let's go, Noel. For plus eighty nine dollars. Let's go. I'm up to fifteen and eighteen on the year, creeping back towards that five hundred, and only down fifty two dollars. Um, I noticed that it tells you your average profit per bet. So my average profit is minus $2 per bet. Nice. I'll take it. Coin, you were 13 and 21. You were 2 and 3 last week for minus $24. Uh, you were at neg 85, but that's an average of minus $3 per bet. Hey, that's fine. If I, I, enjoy, I get $3 of enjoyment of every bet I make. Oh, my God, yes. Combo $3 bets. $3 of misery. Yeah, three dollars misery. Combo bets, uh, a staggering two and eleven. Another zero and two week for our combo bets, teasers and parlays. Um, minus two hundred twenty-seven dollars <laughs> oh on the God. combo bets. So as a whole, last week coin we made fifteen dollars last week. Well done. We are back up to minus three sixty-four. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good stuff, good stuff. All right, with that in mind, let's get to it. Thursday Night Football, hashtag Teaser Night Football. We've got Ravens at the Bucks. Ravens favored by a point and a half, over under 45. We just take said we had all. to stay away from bird teams. You want me to take it away? Yeah. After watching this Bucks team for the past two weeks, there is no way in hell I'm going to bet on them against a team I still think is or can be good in the Ravens. So I kind of want to, like, do a little heavier of a tease. Like, I'd I'd pay a little more, like, get them up to, like, plus six maybe, do, like, a a seven-and-a-half-point tease. I don't know. I could see it being, like, a 27-21 game or something like that. Okay. Probably not that high scoring, actually. I'd probably lean under. Really? 
Were you leaving? You were leaning I over. I was leaning over. Just I don't. I just don't like over unders in Lamar games. I know that he hasn't been performing that well lately, but okay. I just think the Bucks. I mean, shit, they can't score points either. But maybe they'll figure it out. Maybe so what we would, do then. Do you want to go under? What would the under? Oh, under I don't know. It's forty-five. So if we did, if we did a tease of the over, it would be down to thirty-nine. So okay. that's like a twenty. That's like a twenty-four to twenty-six would go over. Wait, no. No, no, I'm way off. That's 50 points. That's 50 points. I'm cool with either way. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. We got 39. We, so it's, you said it's 45, so 39 points. That's like a... 20 to 19. 18, 21, 20. Yeah, 21, 19, <laughs> 21 18, yeah. That's doable. That's doable. I think that's doable. We Let's want the over. over. We've yeah, we've been over. horribly wrong on the over under the last two weeks. We bet yeah, over terrible. Commanders, Bears, and under Saints, um, yeah, Cardinals. So, yeah. all right, we'll take over and the Ravens. Okay, all right, Coin, give me your first pick of the week. I know that you had just mentioned we were gonna maybe stay away from these bird teams, but yep, bird uh, team parlay. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just got spurned and burned by my favorite team. I'm going right back to them. Atlanta Falcons minus four and a half over the Carolina Panthers. I think that was a one-off week. The Panthers beat these Bucks team that is reeling. They looked like that's a that's a one-off thing when you play after you lose your coach, your quarterback, your your running back. I don't think that that happens again. You, I think they blew their wad in one week. What would this line have been if the Falcons hadn't got shellacked and the Panthers hadn't whooped the Bucks? Been like Falcons minus eight. Yeah, it's disgusting. That team shouldn't be favored by eight points. So the reason the Falcons got absolutely demolished by the Bengals is that we were t- out. Our uh, top four corners are all hurt. That's not so good. So we were down to people in street clothes playing. Um, <laughs> we got some shade trees they, out there playing are they corner. Com- <laughs> are they coming back? Yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> um, but like, what is, is, are we? Am I worried about PJ Walker passing all over the Falcons? I'm not. You know, yeah. So and I, I, I think our run defense can hold its own for a little while, like we did against the Browns, and I think that we score points on this team. All right, <laughs> I hope that's the case, man. I, I'm, I'm not joining you for that one. That's fine. Uh, okay. Well, I've got a, a bet for you, Coin. Hey, I'm gonna give you a NFC beast ten point tease. Let's go, baby. Cowboys <laughs> minus half a point versus the Bears. Eagles minus half a point versus the Steelers. Giants up to plus 13 against the Seahawks. And your Washington Commanders plus 13 against Sam Ellinger and the Colts. Which team loses? I actually don't know. I couldn't find it. I'm guessing it's like plus 150. Plus 150? I would jump in on that with you, and I think that the, the Giants lose us that bet. Well, that is the bird team that would lose us the bet. The yeah. Seahawks win by two touchdowns? Yeah. Could be. If so, then at least I can finally say that the Giants aren't that good. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. This is a bet for your happiness. Yeah, right. And then, or worst case, if the Cowboys or Eagles lose, good. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. 
I don't know, because usually the 10-point tease for three teams is like minus 120 or close to even odds. So I would assume mm-hmm. another ad and another teams. <laughs> a little more than okay. even. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in on that. Okay. Uh, I want a Vikings-Eagles-Raiders seven-point tease. That is the Vikings over the Cardinals. Um, they're minus three and a half. <coughs> yeah, minus three and a half at home. Uh, the Cardinals have made a tradition of, you know, getting down big early. And I think that if the Vikings lose, they lose it in sad fashion and blow a lead right at the end. And they lose by like one or two. Hmm. Um, the Eagles are miles and miles better than the Steelers and coming off a of bye week. Um, and the Raiders plus five and a half against the Saints. I think that the Raiders, I think this Raiders team is too talented to get this year going at, you know, two and five and stay like in this bottom, bottom third of the league. I think they go on a little bit of this midseason run. Yeah. I'm with you on the last two. I just think the Vikings Cardinals really scares me that game, but okay. um, I get the reasoning there. I, you know, I feel good that the Vikings are going to win, but I just don't want to put my money up on it. So, um, all right, next one. I'm going to give you a primetime unders parlay, which I just realized is going against our teaser night football pick. Um, alas, maybe I'll change this, but I had. Bucks Ravens Thursday night under 45. Packers Bills Sunday night under 47 and a half. Bengals Browns Monday night under 47 and a half. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing as I did last week. I hit all three of my unders last week and the parlay. Hey. I'm going to do the same thing. Three individual bets and then one little parlay. I love it. There you go. We're rolling with unders. Unders. Uh, my next one is a little prop. I'm going to go Buffalo Bills team total touchdowns over three and a half at minus 115. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, I think that this this Packers team is very score honorable as mm. evidenced by um, both this Giants and Commanders team, no offense, uh, kind of taking advantage of them and kind of having their way. And I don't even, it feels sacrilegious to say that um, Heineke is off-brand Josh Allen, but I feel like they he tries to play a very similar game, just not as well. Um, In that he moves around, I guess. I mean, he's a little guy compared to the big Josh Allen, and he doesn't have a lot of arm strength, but I guess they're kind of gunslinger-ish. Gun and gunslinger-ish. That's what yeah. I was getting at. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... I'm kind of hoping for like a 28-17 type game if I'm hitting that under. So I, but I don't want to get in the habit of betting against the Bills scoring touchdowns. So, okay, my player prop pick number three: Alvin Kamara is going to score a touchdown for the first time this year. I don't know. He has not scored a touchdown this year. I still imagine his odds are going to be minus something just because he gets the rock Probably. so many times. But if it's it can't be worse than minus one ten, minus one twenty, I think he's going to put the ball in the zone. Okay, I like a bet for Kamara. Um, back to the Bills game. I'm going to be betting Josh Allen three hundred and fifty plus yards and three plus touchdowns. <laughs> um, <laughs> rem- yeah, I know. Remind me to get you odds on this. Not up yet, but it will be. I just, I really, I really believe in this this Bills team, and I just, I, I think that Josh Allen reads a lot of this stuff when players give quotes like like Rodgers did. I really do. What was his quote? 
it was just about how it's probably good um, that people are counting them out now and that going to this Sunday night game, it gives them, you know, some fuel and like not a lot of pressure on them and they'll be able to turn it around. So oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, okay. So you've got two of your bets and your, uh, and your pool tied to the bills. Yes. Lots of things tied to the bills. At least it's a good team to tie to. So, okay. Do you have a, another pick or is that it? Nope. That's it. Okay, uh, Quinn, would you say you have that dog in you? I got that. <laughs> dog. <laughs> put, put, put that clip on the social page. Uh, it is time. Or this week's underdog picks. The dog picks, because we got the dog in them. Dog. Uh, Coin, who are you liking as a dog this week? No. I think we might take the same pick. You think so? For the third straight week, I will be picking against the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> on Monday Night Football. <laughs> Oh, I'll God. be taking okay. the Cleveland Browns plus 140 as three-point home dogs. What's your reasoning there? Um, I think that the, the Browns defense is a lot more talented than the Falcons defense is and the other ones that they've played this year. Um, they've got Denzel Ward on the outside. They've, I think they've got some dudes coming back on their D-line. And I know that you might need to be able to pass and to score points against them. That the chunt two-headed running back game, I think if if they get in a hole, I just don't know that the Bengals can climb out because of their inability to protect Burrow. Like the Falcons couldn't weren't able to they don't have the talent to exploit a bad Bengals D-line, but the Browns do. Okay. Fair enough. Um similarly, uh I'm going in a division game with a home dog. I'm going to go with the Houston Texans Mm, over the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Simply for the reason that Tennessee's starting to look real good and Houston's starting to look real bad. And the AFC South likes to fuck with people. This is the type of game Houston just pull out of their ass. These teams know each other well. Correct. Now, I don't love that I'm only getting a point and a half and plus 115. Kind of of sneaky. But it also kind of makes me think, Vegas is wanting people to pile on the Titans for that reason. So mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. Yeah, this is one I would probably uh, wait a couple days to bet. Like, for sure. I think this moves to two and a half, three, maybe by the end of the week. Definitely. Totally agree with you. I will I do like that. this. I very much consider this game. It's good oh, I do need to mention, I, f- I forgot to mention, for those listeners that are keeping track, we did say that we both bet the Broncos contingent on Russell Wilson playing. Correct. He was ruled out. We have the raid receipts in our text threads. If you want them, you just go ahead if and you ask. Want, All you of our listeners, you have our numbers. Don't act like you don't. Ask for the raid receipts. We both took the Chiefs minus two and a half or minus one and a half, or whatever it was that got kicked ass. So that was factored into our picks. If you're wondering how I went, that was six the only and bet one. I won this week on my app. Well, you oh, in your app, and then you didn't bet the Eckler one. You just yeah. had it on the back. I oh, tied a few other things to it. Oh, I got, <laughs> I got greedy. Okay. Yeah. So if anyone's wondering, we did have the Chiefs. Huge win. We did. Okay, so I've got we've got the Texans and the Browns. Two yeah. historically <laughs> epic franchises. Disgusting teams. <laughs> you need to be more like a dog. 
We don't need a bunch of cats in here yeah, looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. We don't need no meows. We don't need no cats. We need more dogs. Okay, that's going to be... Oh, wait. No, we got to do one parlay. We are 0-7. Oh, Can we hit Let's a parlay? Let's go. Can we hit a parlay? What's your pick? Oh, gosh. I didn't actually pick any straight... Well, I picked some unders. Um, I, I'll tie to an under. I don't want to tie it to the Bills one. Can we do the Bengals-Browns under? Yeah. Or I'm also... I also took a long look at... Lions, Dolphins, over under, it's 50 and a half. Now, the Lions the last two weeks have scored a total of six points, but the previous four weeks they were averaging like 35 points a game, So, I, and they give up the most points of any team in the league. So I don't know what the hell to do with that number. I decided I ultimately. You, <laughs> I want to stay kidding. away from that. Yeah, I'd vote for our parlay, the Bengals-Browns under 47 and a half. Okay, under under on Bengals Browns. Oh, what if we just put it with the Eagles money line? Does that feel like cheating? Do we have to do like a <laughs> Um we probably could do that. Is there like mm, yeah. I don't know if it's cheating. I guess we should or just try to get Or alt line like what about like alt line like minus 6 and a half? Uh let's just we could take the money line. Okay. Let's just let's just try to get a win. It's probably going to be like what? I just want to win. Plus 150 like or plus something. Plus 120, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. We're going to try and get a win here. Eagles money line, Browns Bengals under uh 47 and a half. Yeah. Okay. That's been an episode of the Bookie Show. The Bookie Show. All right. No. What time is it? It's 10:33. Looks like it's time for a little bit of something. It's time. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Inspired by the show with Kobe Fuller. That's right, everybody. It is time for another episode of Stumptown, the weekly game show where I, Coin, try to stump Noel, and on, on alternating weeks, he will sometimes also try to stump me if I am not the one asking him the question that week. Noel. Yes, Coin. <laughs> Last Thursday marked the 27th sports equinox in the history of as the NFL, NBA, NHL, and MLB all held games. All sports are at varying points in their seasons, with the NBA and NHL just starting up, the NFL in midseason, and the MLB narrowing the field to just two final teams vying for the World Series title. Mm. I thought I'd use this opportunity uh, to talk about baseball, the redheaded stepchild of sports on our podcast, or maybe that's NHL, and baseball is kind of like the older kid who was a little weird and bad at sports, and you were just happy they were going, to, uh, going more than a couple hours away for college. World but- Series Game 1 gets underway on Friday. <laughs> We'll be seeing the Houston Astros, who make their fourth appearance in the last six years, bordering on dynasty level. A team marred by scandal and cheating allegations, but star-studded nonetheless. And this upstart Phillies team, who was an afterthought by most and had the worst odds at a title entering the playoffs. This is their first World Series appearance for, uh, this is their first appearance since going back-to-back in 2009-2010, but maybe more importantly, this is the first World Series appearance for one Bryce Harper. 
Harper was one of the biggest prospects ever drafted, along with A-Rod and Bo Jackson on most lists, but hasn't had much sex success this fa thus far in his career. Even worse so, he left the Washington Nationals and signed a $330 million contract the year before they went on to win the title. It seemed like it may always escape him, but he finally has his shot. If Harper is able to go on and win this title, he will become just the 14th number one overall pick to win a World Series title in the LB, and the sixth since the year 2000, joining Steven Strasburg, David Price, Carlos Correa, Dansby Swanson, and of course, Luke Hochevar. Mm. Old Leaky Hoch. You know? Hochi. Lukey Hoch, mm -hmm. yeah. Because this is a sports equinox question, though, I'll flip it back to the other two leagues we actually talk about. So, no. Good. Yes. Since the year 2000, four different number one overall picks in the NFL have won a Super Bowl. And six different number one overall picks have won an NBA title. I would like you to name seven of the ten players. And that's like the bar. I feel like eight would be good. Seven is you should get that many. Okay, it's a layup. So, uh, since the year 2000, you said? Yes. Drafted in the year 2000 or later yeah. and then have won a title. Okay. I can go... Matt Stafford. Correct. Obviously, 2009, number one overall pick, Super Bowl 56. I can go LeBron James. Oh, that was the one I wasn't sure you'd get. Yeah. Uh, 2003, number one overall pick, four titles. I can go Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, 2012, number one. Same title as LeBron. I can go uh, Kyrie Irving. Correct. 2011, number one overall pick, 2016 title. Dwight? Dwight Howard, 2004 NBA number one overall pick. Same 2020 title as LeBron. Duncan? No, no. Take it back. Take it back. He was like 99. Yep. Um, Andrew Bogut. That is correct. 2005 number one overall pick, Andrew Bogut. 2015 title. Good, good get, Noel. Thanks. Good get. And then... Need one more to not be stumped. I'm so embarrassed I can't get it. Give me a hint. Wait, what did you say? Uh, There's a quarterback? Two quarterbacks left. One of them would be pretty impossible to get. Uh, he ended up being a backup for his Super Bowl. Um, and the other one won two Super Bowls. Oh, duh. Okay. So, Eli? Eli Manning, 2004, number one overall pick. And then how many Super NBA Bowls guys are left? One more. What's your hint? He was drafted in the 2010s. Uh, oh, I know who it is. Wiggins. That is right, Noel. Andrew Wiggins, 2014 number one overall pick. Who was the backups winning Super Bowl team? Giants. Backed up Eli. David Carr? That is correct, Noel. Well done. 2002 number one overall pick, David Carr, was the backup. I had no that. idea. And then one more NFL player, he is a tackle. Eric Fisher, 2013 mm. number one overall pick and won Super Bowl 54 with the Chiefs. Gotcha. Nice. Good. Well done, Noel. You were not stumped. Good. I, you gave me some, some nice hints, so I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, hints are part of the game. Yeah, it's part of the game. Part of the game. Yeah. Okay. Then a nice... Nice episode of The Rookie Show. Uh, you can follow us on social media, Rookie Show Pod, Twitter and Graham. 
Shoot us an email if you want, Quinn. Mm-hmm. Or just text Elvis. That's fine, too. Or you can just text me, too. Uh, too. Where can they follow you, Coin? You can follow me at KingCoin on both Instagram and Twitter. Where can they follow you, Noel? You can follow me at uh, DeCreamFillin on Twitter. You can follow me at CTravisNoel on Instagram. C, of course, stands for Carrie Underwood. Mm, Carrie Underwood, Travis Noel, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Who's going to play us out? <laughs> not, not Carrie Underwood. Not or Carrie? It could be, it could be or Carrie. it could be Carrie. Or it could be... Could be Carrie. Could be Carrie. We could do Carrie. Play us out. Could be Carrie. Play this out before. I like Carrie. Yeah. Do it, Carrie. Okay. Okay. Feel it. You better take it from me. That boy is like a disease. You're running.